Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? I made it clear that my intention was to play and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Rodgers going for it all, looking to bring it open. He's got Snaps it quick, scrambles to his right, pumps and runs, and Rodgers is inside the pylon. Allen has time, intercepted, Sauce Gardner's got it, breaking away, Garrett Wilson, Wilson a big play downfield. Allen, tripped up, he could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall, he's done it again, Brees Lightning. 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinton Williams. What a beast. Number 95 for the Jets. Listen, thank you. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeJet1. And we're going to talk about Jets OTAs. A lot happening today, believe it or not. You would think that with it being a light practice, there wouldn't be a lot to talk about. But there's plenty to talk about, both on and off the field. And so we'll do that with our friend, who covers the Jets for NJ.com, Mr. Andy Vasquez. Andy, must have been good to be back in the building covering a practice. Feels like you're ready in your midseason form based on your tweets. They were pretty funny today, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I was just tweeted Zach Wilson's stats and then people reacted to them. So, I, I mean, I enjoyed I enjoyed watching people react. But, like, literally, I just tweeted, like, here are his stats. And here's, just, like, the high five the offensive coordinator. And people lost their mind. Like, oh, you're, you're, like, you're, this is your worst take ever. I'm like, it's not a take. Not take. This is literally what happened. So um, I don't know what people are, what's up with people, but yeah, it was fun. It was fun on social media today, and it was um, an interesting day. And it, it was, you know, obviously we'll get into it. We didn't see much of Aaron Rodgers, but it's everything's different now. And even today, on a, in a practice, was Aaron Rodgers didn't do anything after warmups. Everything was different the whole day until Aaron Rodgers went in the interview room, left the interview room, and then like half. half the massive horde of media cleared out. But, yeah, it, it's it's a new vibe in every single way. And and, and this was really the, the start of it. This is the first time the Jets have been on the football field uh, in public with Aaron Rodgers. So um, it was a very interesting day and, and a little bit of a, a flavor of what to expect for the rest of the season. 
Andy, the reason I said that your tweets were funny is because I know you, and I know that you did that on purpose, tweeting out Zach Wilson's stats, because you knew the response it was going to elicit. So I enjoyed it. I thought it was entertaining. But let's talk about Zach Wilson a little bit later, because there is stuff to talk about with him. First, however, we'll discuss Aaron Rodgers and Alan Lazard, because both of them gave Jets fans a little bit of a scare early in practice today. Give us an update. What's going on with the injury status involving Aaron Rodgers and Alan Lazard? Both these guys, uh, Lazard finished practice, so he's fine. And Rodgers, yeah, he's, he, he suffered a calf injury in warm-ups. Not ideal, but also it's, he stayed on the practice field the entire time, walked between fields, stayed on his feet, was on his feet, and walked into the interview room later, and, you know, went about his day. So, um, you know, with a slight limp. So it's not a big deal. Will we see him again in OTAs? I don't know. Does that really matter? Not really because he's in the building. He, even in practice, um, after he got hurt, he was out there coaching some of the other players and like kind of explaining to them. You know, it seemed like he was explaining to them some of the finer points of the offense during practice, doing some hands-on stuff. That, that's interesting and something we haven't seen before because the Jets haven't had a veteran quarterback with the kind of cachet that Rodgers has ever, and they haven't had, you know, a veteran since Josh McCown years ago. So, and I don't remember what practice was like with him because it was like five years ago, so six years ago. So, um, yeah, it was a different thing. But Rodgers got hurt during the uh, the pre-practice conditioning. He said he was jogging. He didn't really want to get into the details of it. Um, and that, you know, it wasn't something that he's concerned about. And again, everything points to that. And then, Lazard got hurt during seven-on-seven drills. Um, you know, look, it was scary for me. He was down and not moving, and they turned down the music. And uh, um, and then it became apparent that he may have taken uh, a shot to an uncomfortable place. Uh, and then he was on the sideline for a few minutes and then back out on the next seven-on-seven drill set. So other than that, the Jets got through everything okay. And since we're talking about injuries, we'll just get to the rest of it at the top. Um Elijah Vera Tucker is back to being a full participant. So that's a great sign for the Jets after losing him to that triceps injury in October. And we saw him throwing around like medicine balls and stuff. So he took, appears to be totally fine. Uh, Brees Hall and Mekhi Becton not yet back uh, to participating in, in practice. But we saw Becton, who's seriously so so much thinner that it's almost hard to believe it's him. From like We were watching from a rooftop today. Um, it's hard to believe it's him. But it is, and he was moving well. And then Brees Hall, I posted a video of this. He did some sprints and looked great. Uh, is moving really well. I, I still think, like, you know, let's not get crazy expectations and, and our hopes too high if you're a Jets fan because, like, this guy's coming off an ACL. It's going to be 10 months when the season starts. I think he'll be there when the season starts. But, like, the idea that he's going to have a full load when the season starts um, is unrealistic and it would be irresponsible and uh the Jets would be crushed um, nationally and locally by reporters and, and pundits and, and you know critics and former coaches and stuff like that if you know Brees Hall had went back to having a full load and got hurt early in the season. So they're going to have to be cautious with that, and I'm sure they will throughout training camp. And there's a reason that even though he looks as good as he is now, he's not on the field. So um, expect the Jets to be very cautious with this guy because they, they need to be. But yeah, that, that's where things are with the injuries right now, and uh, obviously an interesting day for the Jets out there at the facility. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Andy, I want to go back to Aaron Rodgers for a second. Diana Rossini of ESPN had a couple of noteworthy tweets today. First, she said, spoke to multiple Jets players and coaches about the impact of Aaron Rodgers. The standard has been raised. The, quote, little details are significant to Rodgers. Everyone is being held accountable in meetings and on the field. Rodgers has, in all caps, lots of say. He's, in all caps, all in, and trust is building. And then later on in the day, Diana Rossini followed that up with this tweet. She said, new expectations and standards for the Jets are set. One Jets source said, quote, Aaron Rodgers runs this team, and we are all fine with it because it's working. Rodgers explained, quote, everything we do has to have a purpose and an intention. The attention to detail yesterday wasn't good enough. And I was talking about this on Twitter today, Andy. I think what it really comes down to is when a team gets an all-time great quarterback, the standards get elevated and the team gets built around the legendary quarterback's way of doing things. We saw this in Tampa with Tom Brady. We saw it when Joe Montana went to Kansas City years ago. The players are all generally going to respect what Aaron Rodgers and a quarterback of that stature does and how he conducts himself and the way he wants things done because his reputation precedes him and his resume speaks for itself. And so, like I said, you're seeing a little bit of that Tom Brady going to Tampa effect now with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Tell me a little bit of what you've observed firsthand, talking to people and then being there at the facility and watching these guys practice. Is the perception you're getting more or less what I just said, that that's what's going on now with the Jets? Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. Uh, you know, these are things that are just being said uh, as sources behind closed doors. These are things that are being said by players in public 
And maybe not like that Aaron Rodgers is running the show because that would be, you know, could be perceived as disrespectful to the coach if that was said in public. But, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that, like, Aaron Rodgers is going to have a huge say in what the Jets do. Like, as he should, um, you know, their their best chance of being successful is having him comfortable and, and feeling and believing in the situation, which he clearly wasn't in Green Bay the last couple of years, which obviously led to a lot of what happened. So, um, like, the fact that he's fully – this is how you get Aaron Rodgers to be fully bought in is by letting him have input in the offense, letting him have input, um, you know, in personnel. and not saying that, like, he's making the final decisions, but, like, you should be running some of this stuff by, by your quarterback. And I think, like, especially when your quarterback has been playing for – you know, 15 years as a starter and, and holds like a lot of records uh, uh, and has proven himself to be probably the most efficient quarterback in NFL history uh, and has won a Super Bowl and your, and your franchise hasn't been in the Super Bowl in 50 years. So I don't think any of this is like surprising or groundbreaking or should be looked at as like some sort of bad thing like Aaron Rodgers is hijacking the Jets. I mean, this is why you get a guy like this because he's going to change everything and uh, to change everything, yes, everybody. So yeah, it's not like a, a, a big surprise or, or this. You know, people are going to use it as this negative thing. Like Aaron Rodgers is, you know, wants to be more than a player. But the Jets are asking him to be more than just another player. They're asking him to, to help change everything. So yeah, of course it's going to kind of look like this. And I think like everything was is different. Like the vibe is different out there and. Of the way they practice, the, the intensity for this time of year feels different. And obviously a lot of it is because, like, this is a new situation and there's excitement, but it's also because, um, you know, they, they need it to be different to have different results. So um, I think it's, enc- it's an encouraging sign, and, and I don't think it's, like, something to be alarmed. And, like, the idea, like, it, it's working. Like, nobody knows that it's working. It's May 23rd or whatever. So... I mean, it's working because nobody's upset or anything. If they, if, if they start the season two and four, there'll be different thoughts about it. But um, right now, of course, this is everything you'd expect to be said and, and to hear coming out of this organization because, you know, th- there's nothing but positivity and excitement right now. Positivity and excitement didn't just extend to Aaron Rodgers today. We saw some of that involving Zach Wilson. Now, let's stipulate, of course, that it was just a practice with nobody rushing at him, which has been his biggest issue is dealing with pressure in these practices where he hasn't had to deal with that. He's tended to be a lot better, but it was still nice to see that he appeared to be doing very well in the early going under Nathaniel Hackett's leadership. Hackett was very enthusiastic. I made this comment on Twitter and I've thought about this a lot. I'm not saying that it necessarily would have made a difference. Zach Wilson might have been really bad anyway, but I do wonder if having somebody like Nathaniel Hackett, who appears to be more suited to what Zach Wilson needs as an offensive coordinator in terms of positive reinforcement, if that would have helped his development. We're going to see over the next year or two if Zach Wilson can get anywhere close to where the Jets thought he was going to be when they drafted him number two overall, but this was a nice first step in that development today. Jeremy Rucker did pretty well too. Talk a little bit about what you saw from those guys and then everything else in practice. I know it was a short OTA, but still there were some takeaways, obviously. Yeah, I mean, it was, so first of all, we'll talk about the top of the show and, and like me tweeting out Zach Wilson's 
class for a reason. And like, okay, first of all, um, it will, it's not to get a reaction. I mean, there, it is to me entertaining. The reaction is entertaining. I enjoy it. <laughs> but like the, the truth is, like, I tweet out what happens. Most of us do. Just what happens. And like, then we, we are accused of pushing agendas, even if we just tweet out the sets. <laughs> I'll speak for myself. Even when I just tweet out the sets, I'm accused of pushing an agenda. I tweet out what happens. When Zach Wilson plays poorly in practice, and we're the ones there documenting it, I tweet out the stats. If the numbers are bad, they're bad. If he and and if he had, if Aaron Rodgers had been out there today, what Zach Wilson is doing isn't really relevant, and I wouldn't have tweeted out the numbers. But he wasn't out there today, so what Zach Wilson was doing was relevant because you're seeing a world. If, if Rodgers at age 40 gets hurt, what, what the Jets' world is going to be with, with Zach Wilson. So that's why I tweeted out his numbers. Um, and the numbers were good. That's it. That's why they retweeted. And then everybody wants to freak out, like, about, you know, what are you saying? It's just the OJ. Like, I know it's May 23rd. I, it doesn't mean uh, anything that, that he looked good today. On 7-on-7 seven on seven against, uh, you know, no blitz. But... Like, those were the numbers. And he looked better than he did 7-7 seven seven last year. Does that mean anything? I have no idea. We'll find out. Um, and we saw him high-five the offensive coordinator, which is not something you saw. I maybe saw it once in two years before. So it's different. That's all. That's why I tweeted it. So if you want to freak out and say uh, pushing something good or saying that Zach Wilson is going to be good, I have no idea. But you know what he did today? He went 12 for 14. He made some nice throws. I saw him read the entire field, which you didn't really see often before. Uh, and then make a throw to the other side from where he started reading. Does that mean he's going to be good? I don't know. I'd say odds are, given everything we've seen, probably not. But who knows? So anyway, um, yeah, I thought it was good for Zach Wilson. Um, it's an exciting. I'm sure this is an exciting time for him. And the fact that like he played well today just shows you that like this Aaron Rodgers thing coming to the Jets hasn't broken him. And, and that's a good thing, and that it could potentially be a good thing for him. Beyond that, I don't know what to tell you. Um, but, yeah, Zach Wilson was out there. looked pretty good today. And we'll probably see more of him for the rest of OTAs because you know, Rodgers is 39 years old, just suffered a calf strain, and may not play again. Uh, other stuff we saw, Sauce Gardner, another guy, wasn't on the field. Um, not sure why, because we saw Casalo before practice, so we couldn't ask him after. It'll be asked next week uh, at the second open OTA practice. But he was on the sideline wearing a beanie. It was a pretty hot day, so I don't get that one. Um, but, yeah, he was on the sideline wearing a beanie. And um, I, so whatever he's dealing with, I would say it's pretty unlikely that it's serious if he's on the sideline. Um, so, But something to watch. Um, other things I have, yeah, Rucker looked pretty good. We saw got a first look at Lazard, who, who looked good. Um, you know, made a couple of catches. Wasn't a lot of standouts. Obviously, you're not going to see a ton of standouts on defense. Um, it, it was just like the, the biggest takeaway of the day is that Zach Wilson was, was consistent and and looked pretty good and, and clearly looked better than the other quarterbacks. Um, he was obviously getting more opportunities than Tim Boyle and, and Strebler. Um, and I think, you know, Strebler looked good. Strebler always looks good, um, you know, especially if, if you follow Zach Rose, out of the athletic, my buddy, uh, he's a big struggler guy, so he's gonna point it out. But, you know, the thing is, struggler, maybe a little disrespect if he was behind struggler, uh, behind Tim Boyle. I, I would say that's, you know, I mean, 
after what we saw from Strebler last year, it's kind of unacceptable. But, I mean, obviously I'm kidding. I don't know. Like, we're talking about May 23rd practice here. But, yeah, I think, um, like, Zach Wilson was clearly the best quarterback who threw passes today. Um, so I don't know what that means, man. I, like, I, I know I'm kind of ranting about it a little bit. But um, there is no agenda. It's just, for at least on my part, I'm just tweeting out what he did and, it is, it is interesting to watch the reaction to it because it's this, I'm pretty consistent with what I do. Uh, and, yeah, it, it, it's, it's interesting. So we'll see what it means moving forward. Obviously, in an ideal world, we won't see what it means for the Jets because Zach Wilson won't play this year and it'll be Aaron Rodgers taking the Jets as far as they can go. But it's certainly fun to, to watch and talk about in, in May. Andy, there are two types of people in this world, those who accept the greatness of Chris Strebler and those who try to deny the greatness of Chris Strebler. And I think we're both in the category of people who accept the greatness of Chris Strebler, which is where everybody should be, and eventually everybody will get to that point. Before practice, Robert Sala spoke, and we're going to get to what the players said after practice, but Sala had a fair amount of interesting things to say, particularly about Mekhi Becton and Quinn and Williams. Tell us a little bit about what was said during Sala's presser, and the newsworthiness that came out of it involving both Becton and Quinn and Williams. Yeah, um, Sala was asked about the story in Newsday where Becton seemingly blamed the coaching staff on his injury last year, playing him at right tackle out of position, in his words, instead of left tackle. And, and Sala said he's not going to focus on the negativity that's out there, and you can blame, you can play the blame game, but like the fact is that they're they're happy with the way that Becton. Uh, has gotten himself in the best shape of his life and obviously has lost a lot of weight. And, um, you know, they're going to focus on that. And then, you know, I asked the follow-up on that, which was, but like, will this stop you from playing him at right tackle? <laughs> uh, and he said, no, they're going to put the five best on the field anyway. And he, he delved into that a little bit further. But uh, I, think it was, I think it's interesting and um, it's, a, it's a strange situation. Like, I, I appreciate where Makai is coming from, but also he's been on the field once in the last 34 games and didn't finish that game. So and he's missed 33 straight games. So um, like it's going to, it's hard. How are you going to, you know, how does he prove himself between now and training camp and how can they go in the season or how does he prove himself between the start of training camp and the start of the season? And um, it's a tough spot to go into the season with him at right tackle when he hasn't played in so long. His job is to protect Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying he shouldn't, he can't do it. I'm not saying he won't do it. I'm just saying it's it's a very open question whether he's going to be on the field at all as a starter this season, given his history. Um, so I, I don't, he's not really in a position to be demanding to play a position right now. He needs to stay healthy. So, I, like, I don't know. Um, you know, Salah obviously doesn't think, doesn't view things the same way in terms of why Becton was injured, if they're willing to play him at right tackle again. Um it's an interesting and a, and a tricky situation, and I think it's going to be one of the most interesting storylines during training camp. But I don't think we're going to see Becton on the field, um, and certainly not in a position where he's blocking anybody and putting any sort of pressure on his knees until training camp. So it kind of can only be what it is until then. And then with Quinn and Williams, uh, Salah just was very confident that a deal is going to get done. Uh, he called Quinn and Williams cue ball, which I haven't heard before. <laughs> um, weird, weird one, but... Um, We'll just let, let that go, I guess. Um, and he said, yeah, he's confident that Quinn's going to get a deal done and be on the field for the start. Uh, he didn't say, you know, to give it a timeline. But, you know, obviously I think I think 
they're going to get it done too. I think this is pretty straightforward at this point. Like went in is, you know, we see the deals that are out there. We see those guys went in probably slightly better than all these guys. He's not going to get, he's not Aaron Donald. He's not going to get $31 million a year, 65 million guarantee that Aaron Donald got. But, you know, like uh, Dexter Lawrence, you could argue that Quinnen is is slightly better than him, a year younger than him, and and Dexter Lawrence got twenty two point five. Um, you know, the best deal this year, uh, I think, was twenty three point five per year with with around a sixty million guarantee. I think like you'll see Quinnen just a little bit north of that um, in terms of defensive tackles, and somewhere around between twenty four and twenty five million with a guarantee slightly over sixty million. It's pretty straightforward. Um, I think it'll get done. I think, uh, you know, if it doesn't get done by the end of minicamp in mid-June, and, and then it becomes an issue because it, it could go to training camp and then you have this this situation where your best player or, or your best player that isn't Aaron Rodgers um, may not be under contract or may not have the extension he wants heading into the, the most anticipated training camp in, in the history of the franchise. Uh, that it could overshadow it and become a big deal. But until we get past minicamp without a deal getting done, I, I, it's still too early to worry about it. I think one will get done. I think really until Rogers' deal is kind of restructured and they have everything figured out, I, I think that'll be when when it gets done. But um, obviously, you know, it's, it's an interesting situation. And Sal also mentioned that, like, right now, Quinn is about to have his, you know, his family is about to have him and his wife are about to have their first child and, and that's the focus and I'm, I'm sure that is the focus but I, they, they do need to get a deal done and I agree with Salah I think it will get done I don't think you'd hear him this confident if he wasn't this confident that it would get done because it will it would be thrown back in his face if it doesn't get done so yeah I, would, I wouldn't sweat that if I was a Jets fan too much but I, I will say if you get past mid-June and it's not done maybe time to start sweating a little bit Andy I would say that Quinn Williams is more than slightly better than Dexter Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence, a really good player, but I think Quinn and Williams really separates himself with an elite ability to get to the quarterback from the interior. I don't know that I would say that Dexter Lawrence is quite on his level in that regard, but either way, I think we can all agree it would be in everybody's best interest to get a deal done before training camp, as you said. Moving on to the players who spoke after practice since Salah spoke before practice, we heard from C.J. Ozama, who walked into the press room and made a comment about how he couldn't believe the energy in the crowd, obviously. This was Aaron Rodgers at OTA. That's what the energy was for. Ozama talked a lot about Aaron Rodgers and how his biggest impact so far has been in the film room. Ozama said that Rodgers will stop things during meetings to explain and discuss. Rodgers has been very active with Nathaniel Hackett in adjusting and coming up with stuff. Ozama said he's learning a lot from having Aaron Rodgers around. Ozama said that the offense struggled against the defense yesterday. So before practice today, Rodgers told the offense in not so many words, get your crap together. Ozama said that he and Aaron Rodgers have a lot of chats about Broadway shows, which is something I didn't expect to hear, but that's interesting. We also heard from Chuck Clark, DJ Reed, and the man himself, Aaron Rodgers. So Andy, what did we hear from those guys? What were some of the highlights from the post-practice presser? Yeah, I'll start with Rodgers, who asked about what Uzama said about the practice on uh, the first OTA practice on Monday. He basically said like the level wasn't where it needed to be, so he, he's not a big rah-rah guy, but he felt like he needed to correct things, so he did. And uh, you know, I think that's what you expect from Aaron Rodgers as a leader, and, and part of him upholding the standard is is 
doing that. So, um, yeah, I think it's a, it's a good sign. And, uh, that, you know, you talked about it and like how Rogers is, is very hands-on with the offense and it explaining things and how it's helping, it's helping him learn. And I think that, you know, when we saw during practice, today, Aaron Rodgers literally like, uh, not sure exactly what he was showing because he wasn't revealed, but like he was he seemed to be showing Zama like how to come out of a, how he wants how he's supposed to come out of a break, even though he wasn't on the field. And I think that was one of the few incompletions Wilson threw. It was kind of a missed opportunity there. So I think they were kind of going over like what could be done better. And wasn't the only time Rodgers also did that um, was hands on with with the quarterbacks during those drills over on the other side of the field earlier in practice. So. Um, yeah, he's definitely highly involved, and, and you know, going back to another guy who talked, DJ Reed, he he said like, you know, DJ Reed couldn't stop smiling when asked about Rodgers, and was asked like, can one guy like really change everything? And he was like, yeah, that guy can. And, and was, was just grinning about like the way he's, you know, not only like kind of uplifted guys during practice and, and uplifted the sharpness, but also like how made an effort to just be one of the guys and like reach out to guys, get their numbers. Like Reed, Reed was really excited that Rogers knew that he had recently had a child and it was asking about it. So um, it is that, that kind of stuff. It's definitely a vibe. And like what you said about Uzama walking into the media room, the Jets were in playoff contention last year heading into December. And the crowd that was at Foreign Park today was triple the size of any that we saw last year. I mean, the media room, there, there aren't, there's no room. It's not that big. It should be bigger. So there's not a lot of room in there anyway, but like, there's no room today. There's there's nowhere to sit. It's packed. It's an overflowing crowd Like that goes out the doors. There's two doors, you know, on one side of the room to enter. And people are standing, like, outside kind of looking in because, you know, there's more. There's not enough room. So, yeah, it's, it's a totally different vibe out there. And, and that's kind of... Um, like I think it's how it's going to be all year. So um, it's it's an interesting vibe. More more, what Rogers said. Um, you know, he basically like we talked about the injury. Um, he downplayed it. Said it's not a big deal. Uh, we already talked about that. He talked about you know kind of changing the standard and and everything that goes into that and and like being hands on. He talked about uh, adjusting to life in New Jersey and how when he moved here. He didn't really know anything about New Jersey other than Teterboro because obviously he uses used that airport uh, to access New York City via private aviation. And, and, he, and he knew about the TV show Jersey Shore and he said he was assured that that was not a proper representation of the great state. <laughs> that was a pretty good line there. But then he, uh, he, he was asked if he wasn't a fan of Snooki and he launched into like, I didn't say I was not a fan of Snooki. Like, uh, he launched into this story about how Jets do these things for social media where almost every practice where like they ask a little question, a little playful thing. And Rogers was walking out in the field uh, on Monday or maybe today and saw like, what's your favorite Jersey Shore impression? And he kind of laughed his way through it. But Zama was walking with him. He's like, I never watched the show. And he's like, how, how have you never watched the show? It's a, it's a tremendous show. It's one of the greatest shows ever when, when MTV had, used to have content. So, um, and then he, he just casually dropped that. Back in like 2011 or 2010, he went to a, uh, I'm not well-versed on Jersey Shore, so forgive me, but he went to some party in Vegas or, or went to an event in Vegas where Holly D, I think is the name, was, was mm-hmm. a DJ. So, I mean, it was like we didn't really, 
I didn't really see Aaron Rodgers dropping the Paul E. If that's his name, I can't give me an idea if I'm getting this wrong, but uh, I, I didn't really see him dropping a Jersey Shore reference uh, in a press conference after his first practice as a Jet, but um, that's what happened today. So it was just interesting to see how Aaron Rodgers operates because we don't have, other than several of us covered an open practice, two open practices in Green Bay a couple years ago, this, we don't have any experience with this guy. So, and even those open practices, you know, we were walking over there like mid-practice when the Jets and the, and the Packers were meeting up. So today, when he got hurt, I, I mean, I didn't realize it, and I don't think several of the other reporters realized what was happening. I mean, we see Rodgers warming up. Rodgers briefly disappears because he went into the building. Um, he comes back out, and the team is huddling to break it up and, and start practice, and Rodgers isn't in the huddle. And then they break it up, and everybody runs to their respective position groups, and Rodgers isn't running. He's walking over somewhere else. I'm like, is this, is this how it's going to be? Uh, it's like, no, he's actually hurt. So, like, you're just trying to kind of figure out what this guy is like. And it was also very interesting in the interview room. Like, he's affable. He talked for 17 minutes, uh, gave up a lot of good stuff. But he was uh, weirdly, I thought it was weird because maybe it was because the room is so small and the shutters are loud. But he was put off by the, by the camera shutters. You'd think Aaron Rodgers would be used to that, but he kept making comments about it. And then a, a phone, like, you know, went off briefly with the. Uh, you know, the, some of the music that NFL films plays. And he commented on that. Wow. He's like a lot of faux pas today. Um, so it was just interesting. And then he was like, Oh, I like that song though. That you're like, he's, yeah, he's, he's just kind of an interesting guy. So the whole situation of just getting to kind of know him and see how he operates. It, it was, it's interesting and, and it's kind of going to be interesting to see how it'll work moving forward. Um, and who else talked today? Is there somebody I'm missing? Oh, Chuck Clark. That's who I was missing. Chuck Clark had some interesting things to say about his time in Baltimore. Clearly, he was put off by them drafting uh, Hamilton, another safety. Said he felt disrespected there, demanded a trade last year, didn't get it. Um, got it this year. Feels like he's in a better situation with the Jets. Clearly, he wanted a new contract with Baltimore. They didn't give it to him. He was asked if he wants a new contract with the Jets. He says now he understands why he's here. He's basically here to prove himself for this year so um i think Jets fans are going to get him motivated chuck clark and, and a guy who can do everything in their defense and said he's willing to do whatever they want him to do whether that be cover or, or play close to the line of scrimmage i think we'll see him doing a lot of coverage because that's uh, he, he's already the jets best cover safety right now so um yeah that was basically the, the broad strokes um you know rogers had a lot of interesting things to say uh, DJ Reed also had some interesting stuff to say about how Rodgers will help Garrett Wilson become really good. And I think, like, like even better than he was last year and, and the way he's going to be able to throw him open and, and the way that, that Wilson's strength as an unpredictable kind of route runner is something that can really play um, into, the, in, into his favor with a guy like Aaron Rodgers who can kind of improvise and adapt based on what he's seen. Uh, is something that could help Garrett Wilson be even better and, and tougher to defend. So I thought that was interesting. But yeah, I mean, it's just an overall different vibe for the Jets right now. And uh, obviously it's going to change as things go forward, depending on how they, they play. Um, but it's definitely, uh, I think it's a good sign that things are so different because if you're going to have different, if you're going to have different results 
you have to have a different process and things should look different and made than they have ever before. And I can say confidently that I've never experienced anything like this in May in my, this is my eighth season covering the jets in my first seven. It's never been anything like this. So we'll see what that means come September. But, but right now I think it's something that jets fans should feel good about and excited about. It's okay to be excited. Even if you know, there's uh, a tough road ahead uh, and nothing is guaranteed. I think you should be excited about everything you've seen and, Hopefully, uh, you know, with Aaron Rodgers, you're not seeing him watching practice from the sideline much after this. Andy, just to fact check the most important part of what you said, it is indeed DJ Pauly D, and I believe he did have a residency in the summertime doing DJing gigs out at one of the hotels in Vegas. I don't remember which one, and I'm not sure if he's still doing it. So you were correct on all fronts, as was Aaron Rodgers. So that is the important part of what you talked about as far as what Rodgers had to say, had to make sure that we clarified that. Andy Vasquez covering the Jets for NJ.com. Thanks so much for coming on and breaking down OTAs with me. Really appreciate it. For those that want to follow you on social media and check out your work, how can they follow you on social media? And when they go and look at your work over at NJ.com, where are they going to get? Because you've got a lot coming down the pike over at NJ.com. Yeah, um, you can follow me, Andy underscore Vasquez, uh, and by Andy Vasquez on Instagram. The first one was Twitter, Andy underscore Vasquez. Um, yeah, we'll have a lot of stuff. We got full coverage of everything that happened at the, the first open OTA practice. Uh, you can hear from Rodgers about his injury. Um, you can hear from Sal about Quentin Williams. Um, you can hear from Rodgers about New Jersey and adjusting life here in the Jersey Shore. Uh, tomorrow, or on... Uh, Wednesday, we'll have more coverage uh, about some of the stuff that DJ Reed had to say about being excited about playing with Rodgers and what he brings to the table. Uh, also, go pretty detailed through what Rodgers had to say and what stood out and what, what's important, um, and then kind of the way forward. And then we'll have more coverage as the week goes on. Uh, I have something coming on two of the Jets' rookies. I'll just give the hint that both of them have local connections. So, um <laughs> I'm not sure which story will will be out first, but later this week, one of them will be out. And and both of them, uh, obviously one of them as a running back from Brooklyn, who will factor in, I think, in a big way this year. And the other one's the offensive lineman from Passaic. And we'll see um, when he factors in. But both of them have interesting backstories. And and both of them are living dreams uh, by being able to play so close to home. So I'm looking forward to telling those stories. Make sure you read everything Andy's got over at NJ.com. Follow him on social media and check out everything we've got going on over at PlayLikeAJet.com and the PlayLikeAJet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, has some awesome All-22 breakdowns, including breakdowns of the two prospects that the Jets drafted that Andy said he's going to be covering this week over at NJ.com. Carter Warren and Israel Abanacanda. So watch our videos and subscribe to our channel if you haven't already, youtube.com slash playlikeajet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, Bless You Thank You shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes. If you haven't done that already, easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. It doesn't take you much time. doesn't cost you any money, but it goes along with help us out. So if you Go ahead and do that for us. We'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 